cultures collide. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Stella Luna, by Janelle Cannon, published by Clarion Books. We got a popular 90s throwback for you guys today. Stella Luna is a tale about a baby fruit bat who's lost by her mother after being attacked by an owl. The baby fruit bat, whose name is Stella Luna, is taken in by a family of birds who raise her in their ways. Will Stella Luna ever be reunited with her mother? Or will she be hunted down by a bloodthirsty owl who has to finish what it started? Well, find some night vision goggles. We're going to be up after dark. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on a mother fruit bat flying through the forest with her baby. On her flight, she decided to name the child Stella Luna. Interesting. I wonder why she didn't name her at birth. She must have not liked Dad's input. Wait a minute. Is she fleeing that deadbeat in the middle of the night? Well, I guess we'll never know. Because Janelle never gives us a backstory. But evidently, these two are out in search of late night food. Been there before on a Tuesday night. Every fast food place seems to be closed by 10. The ones that are open, their fryers are down. And all I'm stuck with is a gas station taquito. Brutal. I'm starving up in this bitch. Can't a guy just get some chicken nuggets? What do you know? This is what happens when you're out late. Look at It's highway robbery. An owl comes swooping in on the attack. Now that's really getting food on the go. Quote, Dodging and shrieking, Mother Bat tried to escape, but the owl struck again and again, knocking Stella Luna into the air. Her baby wings were as limp and useless as wet paper. Down down she went, faster and faster, into the forest below. End quote. So intense. Wow. That is graphic. I know exactly what she means about that wet paper analogy. I tried to use wet toilet paper once. Talk about graphic. Who would have thought, though, that owls are the assholes of the animal world? They seem to be so friendly and inquisitive, always asking questions. Then again, that can get pretty damn annoying quick. I'm going out to the movie with a friend. You want to come? Who? Dan. Who? He was in my frat? Who? You know him from the party when you and him were paired up in beer pong, and he kept saying, Lung Dong Pong! Every time he made it? Who? I'm done playing games. Have fun staying in. I will. With Stella Luna's mom long gone, she eventually drops into a bird's nest with three baby birds about her age. Look at Sorry for dropping in. The mother bird was working frantically to feed her three babies, so she was in and out all day. And when Stella Luna gets hungry enough, she forces herself to eat what mother bird is serving. Haven't we all been there before? Sorry, David, your mother can't pick you up. 
So you're staying with us for dinner tonight. All right. What's for dinner? My famous herring and Brussels sprout casserole. Oh, no. Here, try some. Delicious. Where's the bathroom? But for Stella Luna, it happens to be grasshopper. Mmm, eat up. So organic. So tasty. From what I hear, Europe's really getting into that stuff. Stella Luna learns how to be a bird and picks up their ways in an instant. Instead of being a night owl, she's an early riser. And instead of eating fruit, she eats bugs. She's assimilating and becoming one with the birds. So cultured, she's even learning to chirp people. Hey buddy, nice skinny jeans. Sick chain, bro. Do you even listen to Jimmy Buffett? The only thing that didn't vanish right away was Stella Luna's love for sleeping upside down. She must have enjoyed the sensation of blood rushing to her head. Either that, or she was airing out her feet. One day, the three baby birds say, Maybe it promotes good circulation. There's gotta be something to it. What the hell? And they decide to try it when their mama ain't home. But when mama returns, she freaks out and has everyone climb back into the nest. And then she gives Stella Luna a tongue lashing. She tells Stella Luna no more setting a bad example or she wouldn't be allowed into the nest. Of course Stella Luna complies. Where the hell else does she have to go? It's not like she can pack up and go to her cousins. Once the baby birds and Stella Luna were a bit bigger, Mama Bird tells them they need to learn to fly because she ain't going to be their DoorDash and bring them dinner on call. That shit ain't free. They can get it their damn selves. So she teaches them the basics, walking them through step by step, and even has them watch a video before they take off, right? Wrong. She tells them all to jump. That's one way to weed out the kids you don't like. Alright, Danny, it's sink or swim time. What am I supposed to do? Figure it out. Unlucky for Mama Bird, though, they can all fly. One day, the three birds and Stella Luna go out flying all day. But Stella Luna flies too far ahead, and by evening time, the birds get nervous they won't be able to see. Well, that, and they don't want to be on the receiving end of Mama Bird's beak when they're late. So they head home without her. Stella Luna's on her own. Good luck. Stella Luna eventually gets tired before she can make it home. And not to piss off her foster mom, she finds a branch and hangs from her hands instead of her feet and calls it a night. It doesn't look quite right though. She looks like a hang glider if they got stuck in a tree with no way down. Just great. Remind me again why I let you talk me into this on my vacation. Out of nowhere, another bat hanging the right way is two inches away from Stella Luna's face staring right at her. Kind of like that weird girl who watches you when you sleep. Hi. Jeez, where did you come from? I mean, you scared me. Did you just wake up? No, I've been up for an hour just watching you sleep. Alright, I just remembered. I'm late for something. So this bat calls out Stella Luna for not hanging right. Like, hey, you ain't acting right. He reminds her that she's a bat and that she should hang upside down like every other bat. And Stella Luna's like, Mama Bird told me otherwise. While she's hanging there completely wrong, 
More bats show up. Like that big group of dudes who weren't invited to the party and show up when it's winding down. Hey, the party's just getting started, right? Great. Who invited the sausage fest? And still, Luna tells her story as they're all gathered round. I have to admit, that would be a great story to tell at a party. Talk about entertaining. Well, then one bat randomly comes up to Stella Luna and is like, Wait a minute. An owl attacked you? And then gives her a big sniff. (laughs) Oh, so good. I know who you are. You're Stella Luna, and I'm your mom. And Stella Luna's like, you survived that shit? And Mother Bat's like, you bet your ass. And of course, they embrace. Mother Owl tells her, I'll show you all the good places to eat at night. I got it all mapped out. You'll never have to eat bugs or a gas station hot dog again. Stella Luna's elated. So the next day, she brings her bird bros back with her to meet her bat family. And the bird bros do their best to honor the traditions of the bats, even hanging upside down while resting on the branches. Quote, When night came, Stella Luna flew away. Pip, Flitter, and Flap leaped from the tree to follow her. I can't see a thing! Yelled Pip. Neither can I! Howled Flitter. Aye! Shrieked Flap. They're going to crash! Gasped Stella Luna. I must rescue them! End quote. What was going through their mind when they jumped? Answer, nothing. Same as those idiots who jump on basking sharks. It just makes you hope nature runs its course. After Stella Luna swoops in to save them in the nick of time, the story ends on everyone calling each other out for not being able to do things. And then pondering the question, how can they be so alike, yet so different? And then Stella Luna telling them, she's just happy they're all friends. That's kind of a backhanded comment, isn't it? She grew up with her bird bros. I think they're a little more than friends. Hasn't she learned anything? That unappreciative son of a... So what's the lesson Janelle wants us to gain from this? Well, she taught us a little bit about wildlife, in particular bats, which was nice. But the overriding theme was about adoption and or foster parenting. Sometimes in life, something unexpected can happen to birth parents. And for whatever the reason, they can't take care of their child. And that's where the importance of adoption and foster parenting comes in. Mama Bird was the unsung hero in this one. Of course we could go on for days about this topic, but the book was long enough, so we gotta keep this thing moving. What do I think of Janelle's work? Well, her writing was long-winded, to say the least. And there were times where she didn't need so much detail, and she could have just let her wonderful pictures do the talking. Also, some of her interactions or speech, was quite awkward. And I don't know how you fix that one. But all that being said, the story she came up with was so unique, it covered up much, if not all of the negatives. The story gave off some serious dances with wolves vibes. Or, for a younger audience, Avatar vibes. As for Janelle's pictures, they were delightful. She captured the action quite well, and was able to show the differences between these animals and their desire to be like one another in a beautiful way. Not to mention 
all the love and emotion the reader could feel through her drawings. So, if you want a heavy one tonight, and you want a little science in there as well, pick this one up. But you'll either need a nightlight, or be able to see like a bat, because you'll be reading this deep into the night. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 4.3. I'll have the full bird, and some of the trimmings. But after that, I'm going straight to bed. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.